Each and every week, I talk to very interesting people. And the most important part is that I shouldn't be the only one hearing it. I really feel that if these people make sense to me, that everyone out there needs to hear it. So stay tuned, folks, and I hope you enjoy this newest weekly segment on Coach Listens. Well, we have a very special guest here once again with Coach Pete. I'm Chuck Caton, and we have ESPN's own Chris Berman, one of the original members. Well, at least uh, two weeks into the network uh, back in 1979, uh, my good friend Mr. Berman uh, joined ESPN and I think uh, really put the uh, network on the map. And I'm sure you've got some great stories of those days. Welcome to the program. Hi, Chuck. Always a pleasure to hear your voice. Coach, nice to meet you over the uh... <laughs> over the airwaves, Chuck. I, I don't, you know, I wasn't the first one, but I, I guess I'm a member of. <laughs> we'll put it in hockey terms, which between you and me, we always have to. I guess I'm an I'm an original six team, right? You are <laughs> absolutely. In fact, you could probably answer the trivia question when uh, ESPN went on the air, which was about two weeks before I started with the Hartford Whalers back in '79. Uh, I believe I'm trying to think. George Grand and who did the first show? Do you remember? Uh, well, George Grand and Lee Leonard. Ah, did the first first Sports Center. Now, here's a trivia question you won't know the answer to. <laughs> what was our first quote game? Well, it was a game. I mean, it was oh, a game. wait a minute now. You, it, it was a tennis oh, this match. Is, this is big. Oh, oh. Big. tennis. Billie Jean King. Ready? Go ahead. Want to take a gamble at it? That, yeah, that, that that was my guess. I mean, I don't know if it I was. bet it's Australian rules football. It? <laughs> I thought it was a <laughs> no, tennis well, match. No tennis, or you or... know, that was too good. Australian oh. rules football came on a little later. That was good <laughs> stuff. We had. Uh, men's professional slow pitch softball. Oh, wait a minute. No, I don't remember and, that and, at all. Yeah. And the teams were the Milwaukee Schlitz. <laughs> great name. Uh, playing the Kentucky Bourbons. <laughs> and oh we had one sponsor in those days, Budweiser. Right. I'd heard about that because Budweiser really made a smart investment early uh, when Bill Rasmus had started, uh, you know, was credited at least for starting after he got fired from the New England Whalers. That's another story uh, that he when he began it and then uh, got some financing, got, uh, you know, some advertising backage, uh, backing from Anheuser-Busch, right? Well, they were the they they made a five year deal, which was you know a drop in the bucket for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it was for NCA sports. Well, I I don't want to say that because you wouldn't think beer in that. So I've misspoken there. But it was <laughs> five years of stuff. Right. Now we had some little advertisers, but that, that Budweiser's checks weren't going to bounce. So that was a big deal. That's I mean any bit like that helped put us on the map. It was. It was an interesting time, both for you starting where you were and, and me. You know, so how old were you when you started in '79? Uh, with the Whalers, twenty-six and a half. So I was a little uh, older. I was than twenty-four. You. Yeah, you were twenty-four, and just uh, twenty-four. I did the two thirty show in the morning. Yeah, tell which us was about 1130, that. Eleven thirty, eleven thirty out west. Um, but you lived in Connecticut, so you're driving home at three in the morning, and it's snowing <laughs> in January, and you're wondering. You know, this career, I, I certainly hope it makes a left-hand turn at some point, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it did, and I'm still there. So it, it, it I, you know, I'm the right place at the right time. I guess I was smart enough not to screw it up, Chuck. Well, folks, we are talking to Chris Berman from ESPN. Chris, I, I remember, you know, you, you guys basically revolutionized sports for us because my parents are from Boston. We moved to North Carolina used to sit in the driveway in a 1974 Ambassador station wagon with my dad in the middle of the night listening to the Red Sox games to try to find out the score. 
And if you didn't listen, you had to wait to two days later in the newspaper because the, the newspaper that came out the next day didn't have the scores. So ESPN has brought the sports world home to everybody, hadn't it? Well, certainly back in those days, um, it was, and us doing the late show those first four years, a lot of them with Tommy Meese. I remember time. Fellow, the late, great Tommy Meese. Um, uh, we, we were tomorrow's paper. You know, we they were the finals, and then after a year or two, the the, the late show was repeated in the morning. So you actually lived in the east. You know, maybe going to war was on from six to seven, seven to eight, eight to nine, nine to ten. So you got the Dodgers and the Giants score. You know, um, which you never had. Correct. That's for sure. Yep. You never had that till two days later. So we we really we were the first look at tomorrow's paper in the day. That's what we thought it was. Chris Berman, six-time national sportscaster of the year and my good friend and a probably the number one Hartford Whaler fan in the history of the game who remembers. <laughs> Other <that>. than you. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. June 19th, no, no, 2000. Yeah. No, no. No, no. I, I You're not getting away with it, Chuck. But I, but I will buy you a dinner at Chuck's in the, in the Civic Center, uh, Chuck. All right, we'll have to turn the clock back. Chris Berman, so many thanks for joining us uh, right here on the program. For Coach Pete, I'm Chuck Caton. Again, Chris Berman, ESPN. What a guy.